Welcome back to the Go Be Wyoming podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Zach. We are your hosts as third generation Wyomingites. We saw the need for a Wyoming focused show highlighting Wyoming values and morals. We are dedicated to bringing you the people, businesses, places, and organizations that embody what it means to go be Wyoming. Zach, here's another episode of Give No Ground. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good, man. Um, my arm's a little sore. Um, I got <laughs> my first round of the Pfizer uh, COVID vaccine shot. All right. So we'll talk about that today. Um, short news cycle, not a whole lot going on. Um, but uh, you and I have a very important topic that we want to cover in our Give No Ground. Um, I think everyone will enjoy in yep. the state of Wyoming. So uh, we'll dig right into that. But first, a word from a couple of our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by Alpha Graphics of Sheridan. They offer a full variety of printing needs for any business or brand. They can also help you with any web design, social media marketing, and more. Give them a call today at 307-674-6277. Today's episode is also brought to you by DYT Solutions. They offer custom digital marketing solutions for your company or brand. Visit their website at dytsolutionswy.com or email them at admin at designyourtech.com. Once again, that's dytsolutionswy.com and their email is admin at designyourtech.com. Sheridan County Title is another sponsor for today's episode. They offer better service for a better price. Ask for the best title service that has been serving Sheridan for over 50 years. Give them a call at 307-672-6478. This episode is also brought to you by Jess Hattervig at ERA Carroll Realty. You're going to need an expert realtor if you're looking to buy, sell, or build a home up here in northeastern Wyoming. Give Jess a call at 307-751-6924. Again, that is Jess Hattervig at ERA Carroll Realty. Welcome back, you Wyoming knuckleheads. This is uh, Give No Ground, brought to you by Go Be Wyoming. Um, this is where Zach and I cover some state and local news, and then uh, we'll dive into a particular topic of our choosing. So yeah. uh, we always will give you fair warning on that so you can leave. And <laughs> right. um, if, if it's for you, it's for you. Um, so, yeah. Um, Zach, I, I want to say uh, I just thought of this since we were listening to some of our uh, sponsors, our wonderful sponsors, um, you guys can always reach out to us, Zach or I, um, or if you uh, know our team behind the scenes, just get in touch with them and then just get the conversation going. Yeah. Um, we will answer your questions. We're, we're new, young and hungry. So we'll, we'll make it work. Trust right. me. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so first and foremost, Zach, uh, I think I, let's just get this COVID one out of the way. So I got the Pfizer shot today. Um, my arm is starting to get a little sore. It took about two, three hours, um, where they injected it obviously. Yeah. Um, but feel fine. Um, I don't know. Zach was kind of making me nervous. He's telling me all these horror <laughs> stories of like, well, if you're asymptomatic, yeah. uh, you might get it really bad this time. So, um, it was a good experience. Um, <sighs> the hospital needs somebody to like help them with their signs. Cause like the gal, she called me and she's like, just go to the outpatient and just go through And I'm like, all right. Yeah. But I get there and there's like signs everywhere. Like you can't come in if you don't like, you know, testing here, you can't come in here. And I'm like, okay, I'm just getting a shot. So I'm like, so where do I go? And right. like, 
I had to ask. And it's like, guys, don't make it like if, if a 26 year old can't figure it out, like you think like yeah, grandma and grandma can't like, come on, right. come on you guys. Think with the, uh, the amount of old people who have already come in and gotten a shot and maybe I'm they just would dumb. Figure out a new I don't way know, do <laughs> but I don't know. That was my one critique is like, guys, make it more legible of like where we're going. Yeah. Like it, it's a, Anyway, so, but it was great. The, the ladies that all helped me and the doctors that were there, um, I think there was one doctor. I don't know. I'm not really sure about that, but, um, I have my COVID card from the CDC. <laughs> Zach, we were talking about this cause I'm reading, this is from uh, their fact sheet here. Yeah. The Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine is unapproved vaccine that may prevent COVID-19. There is no FDA approved vaccine to prevent COVID-19. This was provided to me yeah. by the hospital. Um, it's a 10 page packet of like, I guess there's so much I need to know, I guess, about this vaccine that I just took. Um, but you mentioned, which I had heard this, but I kind of forgot about it. Mm -hmm. So this vaccine is different than normal vaccines. Yeah. Why? So from what I've heard, and I, I mean, I'm, I'm no expert. We should get Bill Gates on because apparently should. he's an expert. I'd like to get Senator Brasso on because he's a medical doctor. So I'm sure yeah. he would know. But the Pfizer vaccine targets your RNA, right? That's part of your uh, DNA. Gotcha. Um, it targets your RNA. So I don't know what that means or how that like affects us. Yeah. But I think You're that's one reason me. why yeah. it's not approved by the FDA. Uh, because every, I mean, vaccines, this is how they've worked. They take a, a, a part of the virus a little bit and they inject that into you and your body starts to, you know, rapidly. Yep. Uh, um, and that's a simplified form people that what Zach just said. Yeah. Yeah. Like again, <laughs> I'm not a doctor, <laughs> but that, that in, in its basic form is what usual vaccines are. So yeah. you're saying this one is targeted to, um, help our RNA or change our RNA yeah. in some, in, which is interesting. And that's yeah. why I think that's one reason why it's got a bunch of people freaked out. And now sure. if I'm wrong, if there's somebody out here who knows that I'm dead wrong, please call us out and tell us because yeah. I don't want to be <laughs> spreading lies about this thing. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's from what I've heard and what I've seen, that seems to be the general consensus about it. Interesting. I had a thought when you were reading that, yes. uh, you told us the FDA has not approved this vaccine. Correct. And Right before that, it says it may uh, prevent coronavirus. Yes. I wonder if they have to legally say that since right. it's not approved by the FDA. I had that thought today too because I'm like, look, even if, because like, isn't the Pfizer like 99.98%? Right. Like, right. Legally, you know, if we got a lawyer in here, legally, yeah. you should say may prevent, right? Because you don't want that one, you don't want that 0.01 or 0.02% to be the one time, right? which, you know, makes, I get it, you know, lawyer talk, but <laughs> you um, know what's funny about that too, though, <laughs> they're worried about that 0.01 or 0.02%. And back when this whole started, we were all talking about the 0.01% of people of the, you know, fatalities from the yeah. virus, the yeah. 0 0.02. So yeah. now they're worried about it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. This is funny. I mean, irony. if you get it, I mean, I don't know. Like again, we're not conspiracy theorists by any means. We, it, the, the virus is a real thing. I yeah. obviously I took the vaccine. I'm not like, uh, <laughs> some, uh, <laughs> elected officials, maybe like being in conspiracy theories of like, they didn't take it. You know, there's a fight. <laughs> um, I took it. My arm is sore. Um, it's just weird that it's like a 10 page thing here about 
Right. It's well, like propaganda it's almost. <laughs> be safe. Like not again. Not that I'm an anti-vaxxer. I'm just saying. Like it's right. like it makes sense though. Look like, at all this information, yeah. all this work they it's, put into it. It's a good question. Interesting. Anyway, you don't get that when you go get your, you know, your other shots before yeah. you go to school. And but those vaccines have also been out for a very long time. Yeah. On the clinical trials for a long time. So Anyways, well, whatever. Maybe I'll chronicle like if I get deathly sick or something. Yeah, you like, need to do like a, a vlog, just m- morning check in. Easy there. Morning and evening. Easy there, check-in. Zach. We're not uh, <laughs> we're not at vlog status. Well, it's um, just on your phone. You just take a five second. I feel okay. <laughs> I feel good. <laughs> then we'll compile them and and we'll see. Yeah. If nothing happens, then we don't post it. It's yeah. just boring. So. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, all right. This Zach, cover this story. This is yeah. wild. Right. Uh, from the Wyoming <laughs> Supreme Court, uh, reported by Cowboy State Daily. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> a swinger, yes, a swinger, swinger, uh, can seek court action to determine who fathered uh, a child. So, here's how this uh, situation went down: a husband and wife engaged in an open relationship with another husband and wife. Um, let's just call couple A the one that's suing. Yep. Uh, they would be the plaintiffs. Couple A and couple B. Couple B gets pregnant and the wife has a baby. Couple A, the husband, uh, decides, hey, I think that's my baby. <laughs> right. <laughs> so then they go to court over this. Couple B, the wife, the mom of this child says he doesn't have a, uh, have a right to sue. We're pretty sure that the father is my husband. Uh, couple B, husband. Um and so in court, uh, obviously I had to work its way up to the state Supreme Court. So one of the lower level courts said, yes, he doesn't have a, a right. They said he's, you know, he's a stranger to this relationship since he's not married to her. Um, sure. Which seems weird though, to classify him as a stranger to this relationship, even though he was intimate with this woman, um, just seems weird. So that's what they found out in the, uh, well, sort of the, the state statute says, um, uh, just a sec here. A he, man whose paternity of the child is to be adjudicated. So any, th- that's the state law. Any man right. whose paternity, you, any, I mean, I guess if there's a question about it, any man has, has a, yeah. a right to, to see if he's right, the right. father. So that's the, the language. Um, Makes sense to me. Now, I think this whole thing is weird because it's like, why is couple B like arguing that he could be, you know what I mean? Like if, like, have they admitted like, yeah, there was an, there was a period of time where we were all in open relationships. Like, have they admitted that? Yeah, no, I I think so. I mean, I don't, uh, I think what they're, what they're saying is he doesn't have a right to know. They're just going to say, (laughs) right. I mean, I don't know. I see both sides. I see couple B saying, you know what? We, we had a child. (laughs) We're going to raise him as our own child. And then I see, the, like the weird side of couple a, like, why is he so invested in like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. just seems yep. weird. Cause he's already got a wife and I'm sure he's, he maybe has kids. I'm I, the true loser in this story is that is that child. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't deserve like, to be in either of these households. I yeah. Think. What a, what a, what a terrible situation. Like that's, yeah. um, yeah, this is wild. It's, it's icky. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to make a joke and be like, wow, Wyoming's really got progressive all of a sudden. But um, I just want to know, like, what's going, like, yeah, like, 
is couple B like saying, no, that's never happened. Like it yeah. was never an open relationship. And so he can't, you know, yeah. these guys have no right to question the, the paternity of the kid. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know. It doesn't cause say. then, cause then that's, cause then I can see where that gets weird. Right. Or where I can support couple B where they're like, no, you know, if they're saying like that never happened in this time period. Right. But if they've openly admitted like, no, there was, I'm kind of with couple A where like, well, the dad kind of has a right to know if sure that, you know, if that was me. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's, so, it's so weird, but I came in here and I said, let's find a fun story oh uh, to gosh. talk about before we do. And sure enough, right there. Boom. <laughs> Where are these couples from? Um, does it say probably doesn't I think say. it says Cheyenne. Yeah. Cheyenne. Uh, but that could just be because of the, where the know, Supreme it says court state, is. It says state district court. That's Cheyenne. the original ruling. So Cheyenne. So Cheyenne. Um, Man, Cheyenne, man. Yeah. Craziness. It's weird. That's funny. We'll have to keep tab. Well, I guess they already decided that he well, can, so he, the can state, he can challenge. It's got to go back though. So now they have to, to whatever they yeah. have to rule differently. Yeah. Than the original court does, but I wonder what, I wonder what the statutes say in regards to say it is say couple eight or husband a is the dad. Yeah. <laughs> So weird. Yeah, like you said, like that's just what a uh, yeah. I don't even want that, to think that about poor it. Kid, yeah. Um, Zach, we've talked about this, yeah. And I, I don't want to hit on it too much. This is why politics is hard. Yeah, right. So Senator Barrasso, someone someone must ask him this question. Huh? He was on. I th- it was maybe Fox News. He was on one of the networks. Yeah. Uh, and see, this does bring it context, right? If he's on Fox news, like that's already tells you like a lot of, a, a lot of how he's going to answer. Right. Yeah. Um, but someone must have asked him like if, if Donald Trump was going to run again in 2024, his thoughts. And it sounds like John Brasso said he would be the front runner for sure for the Republican party and maybe even the Republican elect. Um, is that fair to what he said? Yeah, that's correct. Um, so the, the network that he was on or the show was called the national desk, um, which is called, uh, it's part of like the Sinclair broadcast group. I don't, I've never heard of them before, but yeah, essentially, uh, he's quoted as saying if president Trump runs for reelection, which he's certainly able to do, I think that he would clearly be the front runner. So, you know, and we've talked about this. I don't, I think he needs to go away. I think the Republican party needs to move on. Um, you know, the Biden administration, you know, there's a lot of other things we could be doing right now than worrying about, you know, um, are we, are we getting our, you know, is is the Trump train coming back? Right. Um, we've talked about this in regard to Liz Cheney. Um, I I'm with you that it's not very, it's not, it's not a very strong stance from Barrasso, right? That's a very, uh, um, uh, vote peddling answer. I would, yeah, I would agree. You know, I mean, um, but I will say, I say big butt here cause you look around what happened to Liz Cheney. What do you want him to say? All right. <laughs> yeah. Republicans like I'm dead serious. Like what Liz Cheney stood up against him pretty much. Let's, let's just yeah. say what it is. He, uh, you know, so what you want Barrasso to say, no, he's done. He can't run. Like we don't want, like, I don't know. He could, he, you could say it eloquently about, he could have just brushed it off and said, Hey, 2024 is a long way off. 
you know, he could have said a lot of things and just brushed it off, but yep. him going out and saying, yes, he'd be the leader. It's like, come on guys. Like, what are we doing right. here? Yeah. I mean, we, like you said, we've talked about it. I, my opinion is if Trump runs again and is nominated as the, the Republican nominee, uh, the Republican party's lost. I think if that's, if yep. that's the only person that we've got, we're, we're lost. Yep. So I agree. Um, again, 2024 is a long way off, but, um, I mean, yeah. Like, what do you want him to say? Cause I mean, you're, you're going to try and run against Liz Cheney for standing up against him. So it's like, what? Like, right. <laughs> yeah. His dang son's going to be running for that guy out of Cheyenne. So it's like, yeah, what do you want? What do you expect Barrasso to say? Yeah, I don't know. It's just like you guys. Yeah. No some kidding. of you, you know, some of you guys like have no, no objective objectivity. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, this, this I think was no surprise. Actually, well, I'm surprised it died in committee. Mm-hmm. You know, I knew it was going to die for sure in legit in the legislature in the session in legislative yeah. session, but Senate joint resolution one. So that was the one where way back when you and I were reading it and we're like, hold on. We were very confused. <laughs> it was the constitutional amendment to allow the citizens of Wyoming to vote, um, to approve taxes is what it would have done. It would have gave, it would have given the Wyoming citizens the opportunity to vote to approve taxes or the majority. And that was the big, um, big word was, or it wasn't and, or, um, or, and so anyways, yeah. so, so it died. It would, the yeah. voters would need to approve any new taxes or tax Correct. hikes. Correct. Yeah. And so catch us up though. Cause Ashley, uh, who works for, uh, or she's the president of the, yep. Executive uh, director yep. of Wyoming taxpayers association, Ashley Harp street. If you haven't heard that interview, it's still relevant because she covers a lot of how they how they evaluate tax proposals. Um, she talks about this in regards to, um, or actually, I don't think she talked about this, but she followed up with us and said, "Hey, this is why it's important is because, it, you know, I'm a big I'm a libertarian. I'll say it. So I want I want that opportunity to vote, Zach. Right? I of course yeah. I want that opportunity to vote." yes or no on a tax. However, how the Wyoming constitution is written, the legislative session cannot leave with an open budget. Okay. Right. How, how our system is set up right now, if that amendment, that Senate resolution one was, uh, uh, approved, um, they would be leaving session with tax proposals out, out to the next round, to the next voting cycle. Right. So you've got a budget, you've got a state budget sitting there with, you don't know what to do. So that's number one problem. So you've got a budget unconstitutionally balanced Two, um, you know, there is the, there is the problem of, you know, mob, mob rule at that point. Right. right. Um, right. like I just said, I don't want new taxes. The majority of people are probably not going to want new taxes. Right. So it never right. would pass. Um, and then she brought up a good point about, hold on a second. All our representatives are elected, right? They are elected representatives. Yes. Your job at legislative session is to represent the constituents. Okay. Yeah. And if that means raising taxes, that means raising taxes. Of course, you're not going to agree with everybody, but that is your role as an official. And her thought was that takes away it takes away the responsibility on them, yeah. which is not good. There's a reason why we elected you yeah. is to have that responsibility. Exactly. Uh, this article out of, uh, it's the oil city news talking about this there. 
the beginning part is weird because they're trying to paint this as like this is like a dis, um, a blight or a blemish on democracy and on our republic, but it's exactly like you said. It's it's not at all. <laughs> we yeah. we have a voice. We have a say. It's not like that they're going down there and pa- uh, you know passing taxes on us that we didn't choose. We did because we chose them yes. to choose for us. Yep. That's how this works. That's how it, it's always worked for us. Um, so so yeah, this isn't the, the end of our republic. This isn't the end of democracy. This bill isn't. Uh, it, it isn't destroying the the foundations of what our government is. Um, Right. And I mean, even just think about, it, like you said, it's the, the political advantage this would give some of these, these, uh, legislators to maybe pa- create a tax that was, uh, unpopular and then send it out for approval rather than vote on it themselves. Yep. There's, there's, there's just some, uh, sneakiness to it. I think that's, yep. that we don't need. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think that's all that needs to be said. You know, yeah. there's a reason why, you know, people forget we are a democratic republic and there's a reason why we still have parts of our government as elected officials, because if we don't agree with that official, guess what? We can elect in a new one. Right. That's the whole point. Yeah. Um, if you really want that responsibility, responsibility taken away from them, then it's like, okay, well now we're just going to mob rule then. Right. Okay. Right. So history lesson 101. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to add one more thing on there too. I can see Wyoming is a very anti-tax. Oh yeah. Nothing would ever get, nothing no would get tax passed. would ever get passed. And yeah. I'm not saying, you know, I don't like paying taxes. I don't want it, an income tax. I do not want that at all. Correct. Um, I don't want to see the sales tax go up. It looks like it might go up 1%. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really want to pay more for my gas either uh, as a fuel tax, but there are some taxes that out there that are, are necessary to just yep. continuing the life that we have. So whether it's the cap tax here in uh, Sheridan County, um, and then it's counterpart to that, which I forget the name of it, but, um, similar thing. And then, um, yeah. You know, or just taxes to repair roads and stuff. I like being able to drive on nice roads. So, well, and all the, I mean, the, uh, fossil fuels, you know, are taxed heavily here in the state, you know, and the minerals and, right. uh, that has gone to some great stuff. So it's like, we're not against it. It's just, yeah, you know, some taxes are necessary. Yeah. We're, you know, we're realistic of if, <laughs> if that was happening here. Yeah. A lot of things are probably not going to get passed, yeah. you know, uh, by the people. So no, I'm, uh, I'm not surprised it got shot down. I'm kind of surprised it was shot down in committee, but it, you, you know, whatever potato, potato. Yeah. Um, uh, in regards to the fossil fuels in- industry, uh, the Wyoming Oil and Gas Commission sent out a um, kind of an update of 2020. They did plug over a thousand orful- orphan wells, orphan and abandoned wells, um, this last year. Um, so fantastic. Yeah. Um, you know, we're over. I think they were like, "Hey, look, we're kind of you know." It was one, it's like a blessing and a, you know, blessing and a curse, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of production going on. And so with the energy rebound program and the bond system, the state was able to plug all the, you know, a thousand of these wells and they're kind of, they're at a spot where I don't think I'd have to look, but I'm pretty sure they're like, say it was 2000. So we've cut it in half. Yeah. Fantastic. I mean, so that's great. So, and obviously they'll do more this year, but, um, right. Well, and I think we talked about like, that was the goal for the year, right? was to get to a thousand. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. they reached it. Yep. So. Yeah. So there's a, there's a, there's a, an example of a government institution that actually, um, 
worked. <laughs> but here's why it worked, Zach. It just the circumstances around it, yeah. Yeah, but but the bond system. Remember, because there were these articles in these groups saying like, "Oh, Wyoming has such a problem," and the commission's like, "No." Because any operator that comes and drills a well, they have to give us money, a yeah. bond, and we keep that. You know, if they go under, we get to plug it. Yep. Okay. That's a great system because it's working. So, right. <laughs> um, so anyways, I won't even talk about the Guardian article that wrote about this because this is good news. They, they got their goal. We're over, yeah. we're over halfway in the state. So um, kind of on that same note, <laughs> You know, we're going to see more and more of this, I think, um, especially if the energy industry cannot get on the same page. Um, but Carbon Creek Energy is eyeing bankruptcy. I mean, we, we read this back like in November. Um, the the big thing to note, Zach, with that is they owe $20 million in, in, in taxes to Johnson County. Yep. That's, that'll go a long way. You know, and uh, again... When fossil fuels are going good, it's going good. Right. And the state really benefits from it. And that, you know, I know we, some people attack us on that, but it's like, Hey, if, if there's a way we can be unified on keeping these companies afloat, like you just said, 20 million would go a long ways in Johnson County. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. So, but, um, hopefully they don't, I mean, I don't know. It's weird. I will say. I'd love to have an energy person on natural gas is really high right now. So it's kind of like, so why are you struggling? Cause they're a natural gas company. So it's like, huh. so anyway, so there must be some bigger issues here in regards to like, uh, you know, like transportation, transporting into market, all that stuff. But, um, sure, cause, sure. cause yeah, natural, natural gas is pretty high. So it's kind of like, how are you still struggling? But could be other things, other factors that I don't know about. Um, anything else that did you pulled up? before we uh switch segments no i uh i did not find anything else um that's right just crazy craziness down in cheyenne yeah i you know what i'm surprised that wasn't a teton county thing <laughs> you know i mean I'll we bash them so hard we do um <laughs> but i'm surprised maybe i mean I, w- I wouldn't have surprised me if it was Rock Springs either. Yeah. But hey. Yeah. Sweet water all the way down there. <laughs> we yeah. love our Wyoming folks. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. We're just, we're generalizing. So. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do that. That's, that's bad. Um, well, we'll take a quick break and uh, have a word from the sponsors too. And then we will, okay, we'll, to, we'll say this before the segment too, but we are going to cover, what is it? Gun reform, Zach, yeah. in yeah. our give no ground. Yep. If you don't want to hear our opinions on gun rights and gun reform, leave now, listen to our sponsors and leave now. But yep. if not yeah. stick around and, um, we'll be back here in a second. Today's episode is brought to you by Alpha Graphics of Sheridan. They offer a full variety of printing needs for any business or brand. They can also help you with any web design, social media marketing, and more. Give them a call today at 307-674-6277. Today's episode is also brought to you by DYT Solutions. They offer custom digital marketing solutions for your company or brand. Visit their website at dytsolutionswy.com or email them at admin at designyourtech.com. Once again, that's dytsolutionswy.com. 
and their email is admin at designyourtech.com. Sheridan County Title is another sponsor for today's episode. They offer better service for a better price. Ask for the best title service that has been serving Sheridan for over 50 years. Give them a call at 307-672-6478. This episode is also brought to you by Jess Hattervig at ERA Carroll Realty. You're going to need an expert realtor if you're looking to buy, sell, or build a home up here in northeastern Wyoming. Give Jess a call at 307-751-6924. Again, that is Jess Hattervig at ERA Carroll Realty. And welcome back, you knuckleheads. This is our Give No Ground. Um, I think it's always good, Zach, to remind the listeners, Give No Ground and where that came from. Um, we wanted to take inspiration from Nate Champion. Um, now, I said this incorrectly to Dave Kane, who is first vice president of uh, the Wyoming Stock Growers Association. Um, we need to talk to some history folks out in Johnson County. Yeah. So Nate Champion, I believe he was part of the stock growers, but the good old boys of the stock growers at the time actually were part were partnered with um, the cattlemen from Texas that hired the hit on Nate Champion. Right. So anyway, so we have to be careful on when we say like Nate Champion and the stock growers because there's a little, it's a little tainted history <laughs> there, I guess, which yeah. is cool. He, he kind of explained it a little, which is like, oh, wow. Like that's, anyway, yeah. so, but... That we bring that up because it's the Johnson County Cattle War, and it was some some small time homesteaders in Wyoming protecting property rights, okay, their right to work, their right to their land, um, and so that gave us the inspiration of give no ground. You you stand you know draw a line in the sand and say, hey, this is what I believe in, and I'm going to stick to it. Right. And one of those things that you and I and hopefully most Wyoming uh, citizens believe in <laughs> and really anyone should believe in this. And hopefully we maybe convince you or not convince you, but bring up some things Yeah, um, is your second amendment, right? Gun rights. Yes. So wanted a little backstory there, Zach. Um, you've done most of the digging here. I'm going to let you dive deep into it first. Okay. Um, obviously president Biden is going to uh, <clears throat> push quote unquote gun reform. Tell me what uh, that looks like to him. Well, or first, does he know? Sorry, yeah. that's a joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> but what is what is the Biden administration's look of gun yeah. reform? Well, the Hill uh, supposedly wrote an article about his plan, and it's a terrible because they don't talk about his plan. They talk about like gun re- uh, gun reform that's happened in the past, or you know, ideas ideas that have been around. brought up. Yeah. Um, but hey, here's, I mean, here's what his plan is. <laughs> okay. And uh, these are the things he ran on. Um, number one, common sense gun law reforms, which is just, uh, anyway, let me say these before. Yeah, I, say, <laughs> Sam first and then we'll get into it. <laughs> number two, required background checks. Number three, a ban on assault weapons and high capacity magazines. Mm-hmm. Number four, elimination of legal immunity for quote gun manufacturers who knowingly put weapons of war on our streets. Okay. So going right at the heart of it, um, that that's, that's the big one is the legal immunity there. Yeah. Um, so let's, let's dive in. <laughs> Common sense gun law reforms uh, is a 
very nice uh, political way of saying, I don't know, but I want to get rid of your guns. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm going to dance around this question, and, but in the short run, I want to take your guns. Yep. That's, I mean, let's, let's stop kidding ourselves. Yeah. That's what it, it's, it's right there. Eliminate a ban on assault weapons and high capacity magazines. So let's go, let's go through each of these. Yeah. Number one, background checks. Um, you already have to get a background check. Yeah. Whether you're at a gun show or you're at a, uh, at the store, Walmart or Rocky mountain discount sports or sportsman's or REI, uh, REI doesn't sell guns, but, uh, Shipton's, uh, you go in there, you have to do a background check. And that's not just some like rinky dink, like call up the sheriff and say, Hey, you ever had trouble with this guy? That's the FBI. <laughs> it's yeah. a database yeah. that, that they're searching through. They're sending this to the FBI. The FBI says yes or no on you. Right. Um, in your, in your, uh, application, when you fill this out, your background check, I mean, it's a two to three page background check. It's pretty comprehensive. Yeah. Asks you if you've ever been convicted of a felony. Um, if you've ever been dis, uh, uh, discharged, dishonorably discharged from the military. Um, and then it asks you, you know, race, ethnicity kind of stuff. But if you lie on any of that, they're going to know because it's going to the FBI. Yeah. So if you've committed a felony, it goes to the FBI. Yep. Um, Anyway, that's that. It just drives me crazy when people say we need background checks, right? You know, and then they talk about this gun show loophole, and it's it's not a real thing. It's it's just not. Um, Stephen Crowder has a good like they go into a, a gun show, and it's one of the ones that Obama claimed was where a gun show loophole existed uh, when he ran in two thousand eight, I believe. Sure. So Crowder goes undercover, and he he's trying to like test these vendors, like, hey can I get this without a background check? And they're like, no, absolutely not. And so a lot of them like it super pissed. And it's funny because he's, he's a comedian, but he's also trying to prove a point too. Like this doesn't exist. So if you're interested and you think I'm a liar, go check this out because, uh, it's, you you can't get a gun without a background check. Correct. Unless you are doing it illegally. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It's illegal to, to buy a gun without a background check, without having gone through that. Right. That's already illegal. You, you get in trouble for that. So there's background checks. I hope nobody has any questions about that. (laughs) Cause then the other thing is stricter background checks. Well, what does that mean? What is a stricter, what gets more strict than uh, a comprehensive background check that goes to the FBI? Right. Is, uh, I, I don't understand that. Um, well, you do, you know, we all deep down know what they mean by that is more control, give yeah. the FBI more power to dig into your life right. and, and more things for them to track. Sure. Don't like, like you said, this whole common sense gun control, it's like, no, we know what you're trying to say. Yeah. Right. Um, one question I've always had, I think I should know this. Um, what about auctions? Do you have to do a background check if you buy a gun from an auction? I'm sure. Um, I'm sure it's all, you still have the, the auctioneers still have to do a, um, I think have to have the license to be able to sell yeah. that weapon. Cause you still, yeah. Cause they still got to, they still got to get your information on you purchase that. So you got to, right. yeah. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm absolutely, I'm sure that there's a, again, check if there. they don't, it's an illegal auction. <laughs> yes. You need to, you need to leave. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you, if you purchase a gun from that auction that has a serial number filed off, 
that's a bad gun. <laughs> probably, probably, probably a bad sign. <laughs> that's that's probably a murder uh, weapon. Uh, okay, so so background check, and I guess a stricter background check might be like a wait period after that. So your your background check goes in, and then a week or two later, you yeah, you're already you wait. But here's the thing: you're already waiting that long. I mean, realist. I mean, I mean, you the wait. Fastest could be two, three days, but I mean, sometimes it is a week. I mean, it depends. Uh, so when I came back from Bozeman right before Thanksgiving, uh, my parents as a graduation gift bought you're, me a, you were traversing state lines. That's why <laughs> <laughs> right. my parents bought me a, uh, a Weatherby rifle. So made here in Sheridan, it's got the Sheridan, uh, stamp on the barrel, uh, as a graduation present. Right. So I came back, uh, and it had been done for a while, but again, I was in Bozeman. I couldn't come down and, and uh, you know, do the, do yeah. finish that out. But yeah. the background check had to be done. My dad couldn't do it for me, even though his name was on the bill. It had to be me since it was mine. So I am, uh, I'm going through the background check super easy. They, and it's nice and like, they've made it a lot simpler now. You can do it on their computer in, in at Weatherby's place. Yeah. It took 20 minutes. Sure. Background check. Good. Cause I, I haven't done anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I got to take my rifle home. There you go. 20 minutes and it was done. The, the, the problem I have with, you know, increasing, like uh, putting a wait time. Um, and, and we'll talk about it a little bit with these weapons of war, these assault weapons yep, quote is yeah. what about a concealed carry concealed carry is, is, uh, you don't have to have a permit to conceal carry in Wyoming. Right. Um, but what about, you know, like maybe in Colorado and Denver or something, if there's a single, single woman who works in the city, uh, maybe works nights cause she works at a restaurant or a bar or whatever it is. And she wants to, to conceal a carry. Yep. Are you going to tell me that you're really going to make her wait two weeks to be able to buy this to, to buy something that's going to make her feel safe and protected. Right. That that's absurd to me. Um, and then what classifies, uh, so I guess we'll, we'll jump to that, a ban on assault weapons. Yep. What, what classifies an assault weapon? Yeah. Uh, uh you know, people like to say AR 15s are, are M fours and, and they're not cause M four is a military rifle and it has the ability to go fully automatic. An AR-15 is semi-auto. Unless somebody has altered it, it can only shoot semi-automatic. Now, right. that's a problem in and of itself, and you can't do that unless you have a special license to to, uh, to do that. But yeah. that goes through even more background checks and a wait period, extensive wait period for that. Same thing if you want a suppressor or um, bump stocks have been completely eliminated. I think they should have just been moved to that, to that register of you have to have this special limit, but whatever. Yep. Um, you, you have to, that's a comprehensive, that's a very deep uh, background check and goes through a lot of, a lot of hands. Right. Um, so what classifies an assault weapon though? Is it a semi-automatic? Because that eliminates a ton of weapons. Oh yeah. And t firearms. So all your ARs are gone. Uh, shotguns. Hand guns. Hand guns. Um, and so you'd be stuck with a revolver. Maybe you wouldn't be able to purchase the majority of handguns out there. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, so then, you know, the other thing is <laughs> with a, with a revolver, you got six shots. If you're carrying a 45, so like a concealed carry would, would be six shots. That's a revolver, six, six shots. Right. Um, what if I want the whole 15 or 20? 
Yeah. I, what if I need that? Yep. Um, and, and then it goes back to this question we talked about a little while, a few weeks ago. Well, you know, how many, how many bullets is enough? How many guns is enough? Uh, and the answer is none of your freaking business. Yes. <laughs> it's yeah. however many I feel I need. Yeah. Because that's the next thing that they want to talk about is ban on high capacity magazines. Well, what is a high capacity magazine? Is it five? Is it 10, 15, 20, 30? Um, I mean, a standard magazine for an AR-15 is 30 rounds. Yep. You can buy five and 10. I think California, if you buy an AR-15 in California, it comes with like, and uh, you can't remove a five round mag. Like it's permanent in there. So you have to load them through the, um, oh, the yeah, ejection part. Sure, but, sure. Um, Interesting. Again, it, it like, I don't know how people can't see the, the slippery slope that with this language, well, what classifies that? Yep. You know, saying I want to ban on assault weapons and high capacity magazines, uh, maybe seems great to the, your, your, your peers, but to the rest of us who know what this means or mm. who know what these, these, uh, firearms are, and how they operate and how the whole system has operated. We know that this spells, uh, doom. Absolutely. And I want to go back to your analogy of a, a uh, and it doesn't even have to necessarily be a woman really. I mean, anybody that works in a high populated area, if you're afraid of your safety, you know, why does that person have to wait two, three weeks to get a concealed carry yeah. to defend themselves? Um, and an example I use is New York. So you obviously have to get a concealed carry permit, right? And um, I believe the fee, um, well, I think first you got to like apply to like just have a gun, period, like just to buy a gun. Yeah. And then to have a concealed parent, uh, concealed carry permit is an additional fee. Yeah. And then there's a longer wait time. And it's kind of like, do we not see like, you know, at that point it's like, do, are they, um, yeah, it's just, this is ridiculous. And then it's like, okay, so do you really think these are the people that are committing crimes? Right. Right. They've had to pay probably over a thousand dollars in permits a year yeah. to get a gun. You really think like, that's like, and it's just proof like that doesn't, that's not going to track down that violence. Right. Right. Cause those are the people following your rules and your laws. Um, and then yeah, the whole wait time thing, it's like, that's, just, that's absurd. You know, it's, um, it's the right to defend yourself. It's the right to defend your property. Um, I don't see how anybody can be against that. Um, because look, you could carry a knife if you want to defend yourself. Right. No one, no one ever brings that up of like, you know, right. kni- knife well, crimes. in London, they have bins where you can go, you're supposed to throw your knives away. Because <laughs> well, London's already got incredibly strict gun control. Because they've already narrowed down. Now they're having they, you throw your knives in this bin. Because they have a knife problem. Yeah. Which, which points to, look, violent crime is going to happen regardless of what you do. Yeah. So... Right. But yeah, I mean, right. Yeah, so why, London, get, why get rid of my ability to protect myself? Yep. I mean, you know, I'm um, going to bring a gun to a knife fight. That's what I'm going to Exactly. <laughs> and I don't know why Londonians haven't. Yeah. They, uh, maybe they will. Cause they've got a new, um, prime minister. Oh, it's Sadiq. oh uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, or is it a mayor or I don't know, but I mean, I know Sadiq Khan is, is, uh, and, yeah. Um, but, uh, this is Wyoming podcast. We don't need to talk about London, <laughs> yeah, but, <who> um, <laughs> no, but talk about the next thing on there is kind of the classification. Right. And then his last item, his last idea is, um, the 
elite, you, what was the, um, immunity. Im- immunity. Yeah. Talk about that. And then we'll get into the ghost guns. Yes. So, um, Biden and, and a lot of other Democrats have pushed or had this, this talking point of being able to sue gun manufacturers, um, every time that there's a, um, uh, a mass shooting. Um, and we can, I think one of these days I'll have to go into like numbers on mass shootings and why that's not a good way to classify that, at least on an international scale. But right now, well, even, even United States, you know, mass shootings do not take up. It's like five. If it's more than five, it's a mass shooting in the United States. Oh, in other countries, the the number changes. Yeah. Oh, I was going to just go into, uh, gun violence in general. Like that, like, mass shootings and we can talk about how they classify a mass shooting, but like that doesn't even in re- into in, in, in regards to suicide and homicide, right. mass shootings are not even almost, a, they're not even a statistical thing to talk about. So yeah. it's kind of like, one, again, we're talking, it's like one of these things is like, we're talking about the wrong issue. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> right. Right. But no, dive in, yeah, you're dive exactly in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and I mean, we'll, we'll go kind of off that uh, people like to cite there's some 30,000, 40,000 gun deaths a year, 35,000 of those are suicides. Yeah. Like that's the problem, right? Yeah. So why, why are we going to go up, get up in arms about, and look, I'm not trying to like say that those, those kids lies who got shot don't matter, but if we're going <sighs> to, yeah. Let me no, you're right. No, this right. no. It's, this is what's going to happen. The next time, you know, for Marjorie Stoneman Douglas, that's the Parkland shooting. That's the last big mass shooting that we had in a school. Mm-hmm. Um, whoever was the manufacturer of that rifle that that kid used to, to kill his, his classmates, they would be on the chopping block and they would be uh, lined up to be sued. Um, Smith and Wesson is a popular one that people talk about because I think that was the uh, uh, Sandy Hook. Mm. Uh, I think that was a weapon used at Sandy Hook. Sure. Um, it's, it's, it's not like the, they are, those companies are, are producing this product for many reasons, self-defense, recreation. Uh, none of those reasons are though is to destroy lives. Yeah. It's not for the intent of going out and killing another person. Correct. Um, and so I think characterizing them as knowingly putting weapons of war on the streets is, incredibly misleading it's it's incredibly dangerous and it's it's uh it's a disgusting abuse of power i agree and i i mean uh, yeah it's just we're not talking about the important thing in regards to those shootings of like the one in Colorado, the theater one, Mm -hmm. that guy was released from three different mental health facilities yeah it's like we're we're not talking about there's a there's a system there that's broken. He was released from three different facilities. Yeah. Okay. And he was a criminal. He was tagged as he should not get weapons. Yep. Okay. We need to talk about what's going on there. How did he get those? And they read his journals. Guess what? He was going to get them one way or the other. Yep. So this that's what I'm talking about is and then like the suicide thing like it's right. mental health, social health mm-hmm. that we're not seeing those problems and then we're not having the conversation as well I think exactly that's important about mass shootings um, or really just violence in general. There's evil out there. Yes. And if you can't handle that fact well then anytime a tragedy happens you're not going to handle it because it's like right. look humans <laughs> humans get the evil bug yeah 
And I mean, that's just how it goes and, yep. it, and it's going to happen. And I know it's sad, but it, and now I'm not saying we shouldn't just turn away from it. You know, we should look at things like how can we prevent it the best that we can, but you have to also be realistic and be like, look, you're not going, like we just talked about London. They've taken all guns off the streets. Well, guess what? People are still killing people with knives. Yep. Okay. So <laughs> there's still that problem. Right. And that's right. what we're getting at. Right. Um, and you know, uh, um, yeah, that that's a slippery slope in regard like in the now we're playing word games like weapons of war. And it's like, right. well, war to to you and me is going to be different. Yeah. You know, that's a general term, you know. Right. And then if we had if we had a service member or woman in here that's been in actual war. Yeah. That's a different meaning to them than you and I. Yeah. It's it's something that has changed generationally has a different Oh, yeah. Uh, I, it has a different uh, association yep. generationally. Gosh, just reading any Jocko's book, he talks about the Navy SEALs from Vietnam to his class. That is a different, that is a different aspect of war. Yeah. Yeah. Now there's some things you can take all the same from it, but I mean, just, just right from the best of the best, it's like, Hey, look, it's changed. Yep. Um, I, I see that as the scary soap, like they, you, they, they play, you know, and I say they politicians, all politicians use word games, you know, yeah. they, oh, oh, weapons of war. It's like, well, what's that mean? Right. You know, weapons of war. Right. Um, you know, the Bush administration said that to get in the middle, to the middle East weapons of mass destruction. It's like, well, that could be a lot of different things. You know, what are we talking yeah. about here? Um, yeah. Talk about ghost guns. Yes. Is this, the, is this the manufacturer still thing? This so is a, sort of, it's not part of the, the suing them. Okay. Um, sure. And so this is legislation. This isn't part of Biden's plan. So what the, that article did from the Hill, um, like very just briefly in a paragraph says the things that I talked about at the beginning. Um, and then goes on to talk about legislation that has been come up or that has come up in the past year. One of those things was ghost guns, this idea of a ghost gun and was a new term I've never heard of before. It's two things. Number one, it's a gun that's available for purchase typically without a background check. What they mean to say is without a background check, they put typically in there because they want you to think that you can buy that normally, you, that, that that's not already a crime. It is a crime. That's a crime. Yeah. That's illegal. You <laughs> cannot buy a gun without a background check. Um, and if you are, it's illegal. <laughs> right. Yes. You are, you are a criminal. You are breaking the law. Um, but they also said that it's a gun that is not fully finished or has missing parts. So where I'm, where I'm confused on this is again, if somebody's like shaving down or, or, you know, altering their semi-automatic to fire a fully automatic, if that's what they're classifying, or if I have, you know, so this is what people do because they, they like to do it. It's a hobby for them. This is recreation, sport shooting. They build ARs. One of the great, all guns are, you can swap parts out and put in newer, nicer, better part, better parts. ARs specifically, almost every piece of an AR-15 AR-10 platform can be swapped out for something uh, better than a factory standard uh, uh, right. piece. Yeah, right. So what if I have been, you know, working, saving, buying all these pieces, assembling this rifle to just have a nice kick-ass uh, recreation, fun, plinking rifle? Yep. And I'm, I don't know, maybe a few parts away. And then is that considered incomplete? Like, is that what they mean as a ghost gun? Right. You know, maybe it doesn't have the, uh, 
Um, it doesn't have the bolt in, which would render it useless, but, or maybe it doesn't have a muzzle brake on it, but you can still shoot your gun without a muzzle brake on it. Um, or it doesn't have, uh, you know, it doesn't have any number of these features. It doesn't right. have a stock on it. You can still shoot this weapon like that. <laughs> is that what this, is that what they're classifying it as? Or is it, which I would call an illegal alteration. That's, that's where, again, it's this language. <laughs> what is yeah. a ghost gun? Yep. Is it an Ill- illegally altered Firearm? I mean, well, and then now we're getting in the weeds of, well, we can argue all day long about what's an illegal, like we just, you just talked about the AR platform. There are more and more platforms coming out for customization, you know, for your, for your, whatever weapon you want, you know, whatever gun you want. I shouldn't say weapon. I mean, it is a weapon, but, um, uh, and, and this is wild to me. I think Zach, as we get to the end of this one, you know, we were like, maybe we can convince you, you know, to be honest, if, if you, if you're for any of that stuff, we're never going to convince you because you're missing the point. Right. Um, because, um, if you, if you're like, Hey, I don't believe in it. I'm going to trust in the police, which is wild to me to like, cause it's like, well, anyways, (laughs) I'll trust the police to come and save me. It's like, okay. You know, it's not anyone's fault of your own then. And I hate to say this in such a cynical way, but like, (laughs) um, like we said, humans will always show evil and always act in evil ways. Yes. And if you are not realistic in that way and take precautions for yourself, or at least admit that and take responsibility for that choice. Sure. I don't know what else to tell you because it's, you know, um, your neighbor next door, if something bad happens to your house, but your neighbor next door is like, look, I got a 12 gauge in my, uh, you know, under my bed. I got a Glock. I'm fine. And we did just fine against like home invaders or whatever. You know, that's not anybody's fault except your own. And I guess that's what we're trying to get at. And the ghost gun thing, as you were talking, I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, why does the state, you know, and when I say the state and the big S, the state, you know, why does Uncle Sam care what I'm doing to my AR? It's none of their business. It's my property. I bought it. If I pass a background check, okay, and I'm cleared, done, I bought it. So I, I legally can own that firearm. There, like you said, there's silencers you can buy. You got to go through a check there. You can't get bump stocks anymore. Okay. There's some other things, other add-ons that even federally you still have to go through. Yeah. So I'm sitting here to myself, like, why do they care if I'm doing some other things to it? Right. And if you, and if you don't see a problem with that line of questioning, then you're missing the point because, because we are giving uncle Sam a lot of stuff. Yeah. And if we continue to give him, Oh, Hey, now you can track me on what I'm doing to my AR. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you can track me of what we're doing in our studio. Oh, you can track me and see where I drive. Oh, you can track me and see what I'm typing or what I'm saying when I'm not recording anything. Yep. I guess you're missing the point and you're okay with, uh, um, what's the Chinese, uh, president's uh, name? Xi Jinping, I think. Then you're okay with Xi Jinping looking over your shoulder. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, realistic. And actually let's use, let's use the derogatory term for Joe Biden. Sleepy Joe's looking over your so- sh- shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. Or he's got somebody looking over your yeah, shoulder. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Cause yeah. When you were talking, I'm like, hold on, this is your property. Like yeah. what? <laughs> Right. And then if and you want to well, sell so it to me, like 
now that's on you and me yeah. to, to document that I bought it from you, but you know, whatever, mm-hmm. um, States are all different in that respect. Right. Um, cause Tim Kennedy gave Joe Rogan a handgun. He's like, Hey, in Texas this is how it works. I give you this and it's yours. Yeah. I'm like, yes. <laughs> um, which is the same here, but, uh, um, that's your property. Yeah. You have the right to do whatever you want with your property. Right. Yep. Until it hurts somebody. Right. Right. <laughs> um, and well, and it's different. I mean, if I gave you a handgun, I say, Hey, go shoot that guy. That's absolutely not okay. Well, right? that's a crime. That's I mean, fighting you to go commit violence. Right? We had if this I'm talk just, already, Zach. <laughs> I know. But if I'm giving you the gun and I'm saying, you know, Hey, I want you to have this, you know, I think, I, you know, I think this is it's all, a gift. You know, here, it's you a gift. here you yeah. go. <laughs> you know, exactly. You know, I'm, I'm, that's a character choice on my part to, to see, you know, that you have the qualities and the respect and, you know, and the know all to, mm-hmm. to, to, to take that. I want to uh, back up a little bit because we yes. came at, at this kind of, my, my goal was to dispel some of these myths. Ah. If there are people out there who don't know why on God's green earth, we would want weapons. We would want a firearm in our home, on our person at all times. Let's just think back. I mean, you just talked about it, taking, taking these away. Uh, Think back to our country's founding, 1776, and a little bit before there, so it's probably 1774, 1775, mm-hmm. Sam Adams, John Hancock, a couple other guys <clears throat> are training a militia because they see a fight coming. The British are coming to take their guns, and then Lexington and Concord happens, right? Those are the first shots of the American Revolution, right? and that's because the government, the tyrannical government is coming to take their rep, their weapons, to coming to take their property, right? It starts off with no taxation without representation, but it goes all the way to coming and seizing your property without due process of law. Mm-hmm. That's why the Second Amendment exists, so that we can protect ourselves. And now we can protect ourselves against the government. Now, of course, you know, people will say, well, they have drones and they have tanks and they have all this stuff. And to that, I say, yeah, you're exactly right. So why are you going to take away my the, the, the defense that I have. Yes. The thing that's going to help me keep hanging on. Mm-hmm. The other thing I want to say to that is look at, um, just look at us, uh, battles, engagements, right? Conflicts and wars, even going back to the American revolution, the people that they, the invaders always have trouble uprooting the people who are already living there. Uh, the British had trouble with that in, uh, America, the North had trouble with that in the South in the civil war. Yep. The South had a huge advantage because of that they knew the land, they knew the terrain. Uh, the Iraqis know their, ter- they know their country and terrain better than us. The Afghanistanis know that way better than we do. Mm-hmm. And we're still involved in those conflicts over there. The Vietnamese knew that yep. knew their knew their ground way better than we did. Mm-hmm. Don't underestimate people uh, people's will and motivation to hold on to a way of life. Yes. That's, that's what I got to say to that. So there's our, there's our reasons, right? Government, uh, overthrow or not overthrowing. Cause I don't, I'm not <laughs> we're trying to overthrow the government protection from, ter- from tyranny. Yes. Protection from oppressive rule. And then just self-defense. Cause yes. like you said, there is evil out there and evil people do evil things. Yep. I want to mention you, you brought up some great examples of, you know, a, a, uh, uh, you know, like, yeah, the middle East, I mean, g- gosh, um, I love reading Tom Clancy books, Zach. I don't know if you ever read those, uh-huh. but, um, I can't remember which book it is, but he talks, um, oh, what is it? Anyways, it talks about 
you know, there's been conflict out there for so long that it's always a surprise when people are like, man, why can't we, man, why can't the U S defeat these, you know, this, this group, whatever the new group is. And it's like, do you realize any man that has grown out, you know, any young man that has grown up there, it's a generation of that. They've been fighting for that land. Yeah. Regardless if that's right or wrong, I'm just stating a fact. Right. So it's like, yeah, you know, of course it's hard to defeat them, right? Because that's been their life. Anyways, um, an example also of this is the Johnson County County War. Johnson County Cattle War. Yeah. The cattlemen sent marshals and hitmen up here in this area who won. Oh, the guys that were homesteading this area yep. that had been here for a couple of generations. Lo and behold, they had guns and they were able to defend. Oh, guess again, <laughs> their property. Yeah. Um, and their livelihood. Yeah. Um, I wanted to mention that because you're right. Um, Think about the Native Americans too, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, ultimately they end up losing that war, uh, but it's not until the, the U.S. government really gets serious to go after them. But again, it's fighting for this way of life. They know the land. They know, uh, yep. you know how how to defend yep. it. They've been defending it for generations, for way longer than we've been on this continent. Yep, and uh, you know a reason that that conflict lasted longer as as you you and I both know from history is because all of a sudden they were able to trade and get firearms. Yes. Um, we can get into that whole, you know, history <laughs> of that, but yeah, yeah, no, you're right. So, um, anything else you wanted to say there on that, Zach? I think that was good. I think, yeah. um, like you said, if we're dead wrong on something, let us know. I don't think you are. Cause I think <laughs> uh, we both are pretty knowledgeable on this, uh, especially here in Wyoming. Yeah. I think the big fact again, Zach is, there are existing laws in place. Okay. Know what those are. Okay. If you're talking to somebody and they're like, Hey, I went to this gun show, you know, and I was able to do it this way. Well, that's illegal. Yeah. Okay. This is why you give, you know, the quote unquote, the left, this advantage is because you're doing that. Mm-hmm. Don't do, don't give them like that, that Crowder show. Yeah. He tried and he's, you know, he was kind of being satirical and funny, but it's like those guys were getting pissed. Cause they're like, no, I don't want to give you that avenue to come after us on this at this gun show. Right. Um, you know, don't be the idiot that ruins it for everybody else. Exactly. Um, so that's number one. So if we're dead wrong, let us know. Number two, if it's illegal, it's illegal. Okay. There's a reason why it's illegal. Um, number three, do your research, right? Yeah. Like we said, there's all these word games, you know, weapons of war, uh, common, common. I hate the common sense thing. Yeah. Common sense, anything. Cause when you really look at it with common sense, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. They put you in this little circle and you're like, well, now I'm confused. You right. know, that's not common sense. Common <laughs> sense is like, Oh, it's yeah. Obvious. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and then do your own research. Like Zach and I didn't dive deep into it. Maybe this is one we should do, you know, the stats used and stuff first in the U S and then second nationally yeah. for all different things. Cause it's weird. It's like, it should all be the same. <laughs> like <Right. laughs> if it's a topic, it should all be the same. So, um, that's our, uh, that's our give no ground. Um, as you'll notice that, I don't know if anyone's listening all the way to the end of this. Um, we're just going to be labeling these give no ground, uh, now. Um, if it's just all news, you know, we'll kind of let you know if we have a give no ground segment, we'll let you know. So that way you can dip out. And if you don't want to hear us talk, then cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. So thanks for sticking with us and, uh, we'll catch you next time.